gentle hum reminiscent of a far-off galaxy fills the air. Then a playful twinkle of piano keys reminiscent of a 70s sitcom theme fades in. Hello universe and every starry-eyed soul in it, it's your favorite cosmic commander, retired President Obama, still proudly wielding these chaos emeralds. Now I've journeyed across timelines and dimensions, but today we're embarking on an expedition of the heart with episode 63, season six, episode two, part B of B of Reality Issues. Brian and Kathy are diving deep into the emotional depths this time around. Picture it, an undersea voyage with the weight of the ocean pressing, the brilliance of bioluminescent wonders guiding the way, and the promise of untold treasures awaiting. That's the kind of emotional exploration they've got in store for you. Oh, and don't worry, they've packed enough oxygen tanks for everyone. Speaking of journeys, remember that time I tried to set a Guinness World Record for the longest hopscotch game? I didn't make it, but let's just say hopping across the White House lawn for hours really teaches you about endurance and foot cramps. Now, while we're on the topic of games, Kathy and Brian will weave tales so intricate that you'll feel like you're navigating a labyrinth, but fear not. Every twist and turn will be accompanied by a comforting chuckle or hearty laugh. Whether you're here for the feels, the funnies, or just the fantastic company, this episode promises to be triple the treat. So take a deep breath, center yourselves, and maybe grab a cozy blanket or a comforting beverage. This is going to be an intimate odyssey punctuated with the kind of laughter that bubbles up from the very core of your being. Ladies, gentlemen, and cosmic beings, let's dive heart-first into another profound episode of Reality Issues. And hey, keep an ear out for Brian's spectacular impersonation of a walrus. It's worth the price of admission alone. The playful piano tune returns, segueing into the signature sounds of the show. Okay, it's good. It's just everything got gusty. I had to just... Had to make sure nothing was too crazy because mm -hmm. it also got darker so i was like oh that was yeah, sudden it's getting a little darker here too i think that um even though it looks like it's light back there out here this direction is dark but i'm having a lot of i like um our afternoon rain we have here it's kind of fun oh, that, oh, that, yeah, that would yeah. be well we're getting some right now so that's very exciting yeah we have this thing it's kind of a seasonal, usually during certain months, we'll have this like uh, 4 to 6 o'clock p.m. kind of like rain, and it's pretty, it's pretty clockwork. It lasts for about 30 minutes to an hour, and then it's kind of gone. And that's what gives us some cooling in the night, but also if it doesn't go quite the right way, that's also what makes it like, you know, 85 degrees, super high humidity at night, too. There's not enough breeze. Well, having just checked the weather service on this... Uh, Friday, that is definitely not a Wednesday. <laughs> no, we're not recording yet. <laughs> we're not recording yet. No, wait, no. So, actually, I might post that first one maybe tomorrow or maybe tonight. What? The next one I would no, post I'm on just... Monday and the other one I would post on... I think we should just start making up what day it is. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everyone. It's, uh, let's see. Uh, wait, let's see. Record, In my head, if I... Let's see. Let me think ahead. Okay, so this is how I'm, this is how I live my life. Okay, you so... ever wondered at home how I... This is my schedule, okay? This but is are my... we recording? Yes, we are absolutely <laughs> actually recording now. So <gasps> Okay, so we'll do we need an intro song? If we're recording. Yeah, oh, yeah. Here oh. Yes. <gasps> okay, so our intro song. Yes, Kat. This is great.
these dames are just flying at you. I think you need that shot in reverse. Yeah. Cinema, right there. That's something only cinema could do. Every time you see something only cinema could do, you should call it. So here in Dames, these choreographed dames are kind of doing all these fancy shapes and spots. I used to show this in my geometry classes. It would blow the kids' minds. It's a dame's kaleidoscope. I'm seeing double four dames. Classic for Krusty's joke. Classic. I'm just laughing because you said it. Maybe enough to make me laugh. <laughs> Kathy saying the word dames is very funny to me. The name of the movie. I know, it's They had to take so much time to plan and produce. Oh, and amazing. Yeah. The only thing I've seen in the modern age that comes even close is the Rihanna fashion show. Once again, uh, once again, I have to like, yeah, prioritize that. <gasps> have you, have you not even seen a clip? No. The only thing I remember is the, the TMZ story from the most recent one, because um, Johnny Depp was in it for like five seconds. Oh, I don't know about that one, but... He was, like, holding a tree and, like, walking around I hate a tree. Him. I, ha I hate him for just eight million other reasons, too, I think, now. I'm starting to think that I never really liked his performance in um, uh, Fear and Loathing. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. And was he in that one? Yes, he was. He was the older was brother. Him and Leo. He was the older. <laughs> yes, it was. Or, no, was it... um what? River Joaquin Phoenix's brother. Hold on, I don't remember. River? I think, I think is it, it was River? River Phoenix. <gasps> is that why I'm thinking about it's him? Leo. Because I it's also blame him Leo. for because I blame him for River Phoenix's death. It is Leo for sure, though. I'll always be mad. I was just talking about this movie like recently for some reason, or like reading about it. Um. Speaking of Hollywood, this was actually kind of on theme. Oh, yeah, this is uh, season six, episode two, part B. Thank you. 
Um, oh, yes. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> influencers turn down thousands to protect Hollywood dreams. Basically, <clears throat> this kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Oh, I didn't mean to make you. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Keep going. No, whatever. Uh, you can find Rihanna on Amazon. Just, pri- <laughs> just bump it. Just You should be watching it in the privacy of your own home anyway. Okay. Let me click this here. So, okay, go on. Go on. Sorry, I had to mentally reset. Influencers <laughs> turn down thousands to protect Hollywood dreams. Uh this is an article about how influencers are across all platforms sacrificing their potential income to enter the Hollywood system of today. So you mean they're refusing to cross a picket line? This is pre that. This is uh, before that. This article's from oh. a few months ago, I think. No. Um go on. Oh, actually it does mention it here in the bottom. So let me let me go oh. on. Yes. Uh, Deanna Gelati is not in the Actors Union, but she turned down $28,000 last week because of a strike. Miss Gelati, a 29-year-old content creator with 1.8 million TikTok followers, has received an offer to promote the new season of Hulu's hit show, Only Murders in the Building. But SAG-AFTRA, as the union is known, is uh, recently issued... <laughs> this is funny. A recently issued rule stating that any influencer who engages in promotion for one of the Hollywood studios the actors are striking against will be ineligible for membership. So we're on the right side of history. Mm-hmm. Disney is the majority owner of Hulu, which I knew, but um, I think it's only like 55%. So it's not, you know, mm. there are, the NBC owns like the other half of it, basically. It's kind mm. of weird to say that. Um, NBC Universal. That gave Miss Giulietti, who also acts in apprises one day to join the union, reason enough to decline the offer from Influential, a marketing agency working for Hulu. Google that company. I'm going to mm-hmm. Google that company real quick. Influential. There is a company we need to put on like the actual devil's list. Company. Marketing. Influential.co for those at home. Okay. Um, I want to be... Oh, the union's rules part of a variety of aggressive tactics that hit at a pivotal moment for Hollywood labor and shows its desire to assert itself in a new era with a different, mostly younger wave of creative talent. You know what's really interesting about this article is they're referring to Hollywood as both intermixed as the infrastructure and administration of the finance, but they're also mm-hmm. using Hollywood to describe the union, mm-hmm. which is not, mm-hmm. they're not on the same side. They're not interchangeable. Well, it's like saying the phrase union bosses. There's no such thing. So who are you saying? Right. And yeah. Who are you saying? Okay. I'm just looking at the, remember these names, well, the writers. It's a, it's a way of, so you're, what you're noticing there is of course, I think what I, as a political organizer, am always talking about, like, well, that's like the subtle propaganda that we don't really recognize is happening in front of our eyes, right? By calling it, like, Hollywood, it also um, essentially strips the actors of agency. And I say the actors not in, like, 
actors who are acting as a profession. I mean, actors is the people who are participating in all of this bullshit, right? They're not named as... They'll also elide this by saying the studios. No, no, no. Those, it, it's, do you remember what Ron Perlman said in that little viral video? No, they have names. They have addresses. Name them, right? Like, yeah. You know, it's it's like how Biden is always like, climate change is real. It's like, dude, you're the president. You're the one who has like the power to do something about it. Yeah, you could take you know, all like, the executive orders you want about whatever related to any of that stuff you want. Mm-hmm. Really uh, it's not Netflix who's making this decision. Netflix is a company. There, there's a CEO of that, right? That is. But see, like, yeah. n- notice how like who gets, yeah. um, who gets? It's not. It's not um, Tesla making the decision. It's Elon Musk. Yeah. Thank you for getting me on track. Back on track with this. Yeah, it is. And so I think that that should. I should unfocus my eyes a little bit more in looking at this article and think less about the context of the article itself and more about who is Hollywood, in quote unquote, and not the Hollywood in Hollywood Babylon. Who's the Hollywood of today that the media calls Hollywood? Or how about this? Universally speaking, who are the groups of mm-hmm. people that different groups of people use the word Hollywood to identify? All, what was the like, what universal are we talking about? Like, I'm going to go take a tour of Hollywood. Right. Right. See that? Check. him. Right. I'm going to go try to make it in Hollywood. Check. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, like, I'm going to go to, like, as an industry. There's no business like show business. Right. That's Hollywood. Right. But here, no. The, the, this is, like, an actual conflict between actual people and actual entities. Like, and it's not just regional legal entities either, too. And right. that's the thing people keep missing is we look at like the picket lines in you know regional Los Angeles or some of them in New York and stuff like that. But this like, isn't like the philosophical or union concept of Hollywood. Yes. This people. is like people who actually go to court for yeah. who like we can sue these people. Like they have an like, office. <laughs> you know they have a they have a secretaries. Mm-hmm. They get phone calls. Like and that's mm-hmm. the thing is like yeah you're totally right. Those are actually completely reachable people and not like. Encouraging the audience to go reach them personally. They have. Oh, I am. Like, well, I actually think this is a great idea. <laughs> maybe you are. <laughs> maybe, maybe you are. Oh, there's no maybe, right? There's no maybe I about think it. This is me. actually well, a, <clears throat> a great idea, huh? Maybe there's a way that we could actually help them in a way differently than we expect. Mm. No, it's, it's the actor's job. They're doing it. Yeah, they Ron Coleman said it to him. They're, they're, they're... Yeah. I'm not a SAG after member, you well, know. Yeah. I have my own union to keep in check, as it were, right? True enough. Um, because that's also the case, right? Like, um, you know, I I I never forget that like Ronnie Reagan was a uh, SAG president. You know, it's true. We it's have true. we have we have we have we have them to blame for that shit too. You know, I'll never forget that. I won't. That's you know. Very and, true say that as a proud californian you know but that's true right uh, so huh. um wh- what what does that what does that mean for them as an organization i don't trust them necessarily i haven't forgiven them for that that wasn't that long ago look at everything reagan did that's so, so true so so much absolution still needs to occur as far as i'm concerned and kind of, again kind of everywhere so um all that said 
right? Like hmm. th these are th these aren't. <laughs> well, these aren't abstractions, right? We abstract them because we're trying to cope, because we, we abstract because we're trying to deal with the magnitude, right? So like your mind and my mind and humankind's mind simply cannot grasp the numbers involved in describing the size of the universe no we just we have no concept of it yeah we just recently, we have no real conception of it so we just have to say it's like fucking enormous did, did you hear that piece of science news a few weeks ago where we recently used that telescope to effectively see a furthest distance than we've ever been able to see and we saw things that would have taken more time to develop than the concept of like relativity would have been able to produce so if we agree with yeah, the, i don't like that so if we agree with the constantly expanding universe and we see galaxies forming farther away than would be perceivable if the light took that long to get to us in other words it means the universe is much much larger than we had any concept of potentially so vast that we couldn't invent a tool to see how far it is because we've seen so far now and seen such developed objects at such a distance that looking any further would be perfunctory it, it wouldn't it broke it broke the concept of the 13.7 billion year date on the universe i don't know like it, it kind of went like undetected sort of like the cold fusion thing. i don't even know what that means you know like what is it like it means that even the math it, it, it means without doing math and without understanding it it means that it should mean that the laws of physics aren't what we think they are in a in a demonstrable way so like if light takes this long to reach mm -hmm. us etc and then there are things further that took longer to develop farther away like if if a planet or a solar system or a star system or in other words we shouldn't be seeing what we're seeing which means there shouldn't be something older than the universe farther away than we know there to be things <laughs> but there is as we just learned so the 13.7 are you seeing what i'm seeing exactly 13.7 billion years that number we can just throw that in the garbage it's probably not even anything near that it's probably a completely different concept it doesn't even be a number anymore so yeah this is where we're at in science so if we can go in a hundred years from thinking you know we're like or you know i don't know 1700s we're going from a 2000 year globe to a 6000 year globe to you know a, a history of I think there was at some point when they figured out there was a pre 13.7 billion year number doesn't matter i mean once again yeah no the, i mean the point is right is we have simply have no so. concept we're no such puny tiny it little moron brains yeah science is a religion it really is it's just no. uh, a different one it's i mean look, look at how everyone was like oh the science says that the world's gonna start falling apart like in the year or something or another and i'm like are you sure like it's falling apart right now it's been falling apart <laughs> since the beginning who's uh, to say that civilization time. wasn't falling apart the, the, like the literal creation of civilization wasn't the nature falling apart oh. um what did i see recently let me see if i can find it who's to say that us creating uh fixed positions for ourselves via you know domestic or, or farming you know, wheat and stuff wasn't the first fuck up. I mean, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Um, so influencers are out there uh, doing it, thinking of their future, getting political. And these are mostly talking about like, uh, mm -hmm. like Instagram and TikTok stars, not so much like your YouTube mm -hmm. folks. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, 
here's okay another... so this is yeah. this is this is an article that i wanted to share with please. you based on what please. you just said please i'm gonna share my screen with you Take again me away, Calgon. Oh, oh my god no i wish this was a, a Oh, this is the opposite of Calgon. <laughs> um, this was dated August 14th. Oh, this is a good episode. I was... like this episode now. <laughs> um, I already did, but... I mean, though, this one is... Uh, microplastics. Oh, this is from Forbes. Okay. Um, microplastics found in human hearts for first time showing impact of pollution. Uh, dated August 14th. Do you want me to read? I don't like their first sentence. I was, uh, I don't remember. I don't like big pollution. Okay, so can I just, yeah. Oh, man, we're just really getting it out today. I love this. We're, like, really communicating how we feel about language, specific language. We did this in the first episode, too. I really like this. This is great. This is very reality issues. This is perfect. Uh Uh-huh. This is why I like to pull out articles, because we can then, like, reflect on, like, what's the rest of the world, like, putting into their words? Oh, it's real bad. I do not remember which news article I read about it. Big um, pollution, though. Recently. Yeah, someone saying that and being like, oh, my readers will know what this means. So because the headline is microplastics found in human hearts for first time. Yes. um, There have been a variety of outlets who have covered it. Um, I think I saw it in Futurism or some like tech magazine like that right i might have seen it in like wired or something you know it's just also fucked up but i saw it in something like that um i don't remember where but uh the one i did wind up pulling up to show you was this forbes article and that's why i'm kind of stunned because this first article this first sentence of this article kind of maybe i should pull up this other one just to just make sure that i'm not going insane (laughs) (laughs) to make sure i'm not crazy I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna read a sentence, if you'll allow me. Yeah. Researchers um, have found microplastics inside human heart tissues. Though, as the scientists note, that shouldn't be all too surprising. Okay, so now I'm gonna read the Forbes line. Are you ready? Yes, please. This is a case of taking a big pollution problem to heart. Literally. <sighs> See, this is this is comedy, right? Is Who this Forbes is attempt at comedy? How old are they? Are they like nineteen? Per- no, this person. The- <laughs> no. This is not a joke. No, 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 no. But they think no, it's a joke. No. no, 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 no. I'm not reading that out loud. You can't. You Senior can't read- contributor. This person has wait, wait. to be thirty-five or more. No, it's, no. Look, it says opinions expressed by Forbes contributors are, are their, their own. own. This is just some asshole. This is just some asshole. What? Bruce Lee. I am a... Is this like like the Huffington Post? Is that what Forbes is? No, you know what? Is Forbes Online, is the Forbes Online imprint like someone just using their brand? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, some of the... Some online publications for print... I've, I've heard someone talk about this before. Some online publications lost their online staff. But what they did was they replaced them with, like, essentially, like, totally freelance. Um, National Geographic did this with their entire magazine. They still are technically National Geographic, but they don't have a staff anymore. Um, it's all ad hoc. Yeah, no, I saw that. And anyway, I anyway, guess sorry. the... Uh, 
uh, they discovered them not just post surgery or whatever. Oh, okay. um, so like some of them were like, oh, like did was it that surgery? Did like imported it or whatever? Yeah, like cross contamination or. Yeah. Um. But they collected fifteen samples during. Uh, like scheduled heart procedures and I guess they were going to be taking blood and all of those things and you know they de- it says they detected eight types of plastic um minuscule plastic parts uh, I actually think that's kind of important they found eight different types of plastic and those those are that means polyethylene terephthalate yeah and PVC which is a big debate right now about whether or not uh, PVC and CPPC pipes in homes are. Um, this is kind of like put alongside the gas uh, he, he, gas stoves debate. In um, it's kind of being kept quiet by I think the plumbing industry a little bit. But um, CPVC pipes. Big and, plumbing. No, for real. It's a huge. I mean, it's a big deal down here. If we had to switch all to copper, it would be like. Mm. It would be insane. First of all, so you know how we make a distinction between uh, pollution and big pollution, Mm. and like plumbing and big plumbing. Well, now I'm making a distinction between Hollywood and big Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's say like when are we talking Hollywood or are we talking big Hollywood? Let's say yeah, aggregators of power versus the people within it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So big plumbing really would be the things here. You're talking about your major part suppliers and stuff. Now, we went through a drywall industry version of this. <laughs> big plumbing, I love it. It's true. We went through the people who own the plumbing industry really are the parts. I'm seeing a shadow plumbing cabinet. If you think about the plumbing industry as the small businesses and even medium-sized businesses, think about them as the retail customers for part suppliers. That's essentially. And they, we provide services <laughs> to businesses. Lots of PVC. It's a lot of PVC. In fact, um, that was the uh, the train the train derailment in um, the middle of the country. There, the big thing that the awful chemical explosion there that happened that was carrying the liquid precursors for PVC pipes. Um, extremely toxic. Extremely damaging to the uh, body. Um, Yeah. So earlier this month in Albuquerque, a plastics recycling plant caught on fire. Here is a holy shit. Latest update. That's a Multiple big fire departments fire. still battling a fire at a plastic recycling plant. Fire. Uh, this is dated August seventh. It was put out, so I just want to just let people know right now it is not still ongoing like the Springfield Tire Fire. Firefighters have been working throughout the night since the fire ignited yesterday afternoon. Thankfully, it's now under control. It was a three alarm fire out at a plastic plant near a Sleta amphitheater. But today, crews are still working on hot spots, making sure it doesn't break out again. Reporter Stephanie Meniz is live at the plant for us this morning. And Stephanie, what do we know so far? 
That surgical mask ain't doing shit, uh, yeah, Stephanie. Brianna, well, you can see right now, there's still a lot of it would literally black need charred like material, not the smoke like that we were looking at yesterday afternoon. And this all started on hockey drive. And I'm a moron and I know Officials tell us this all started after a small fire plastic and other things caught on fire. Part of so, that building but, is burned, and we do have some fire crews working on the roof. Now, today, multiple agencies, including Bernalillo County Fire and Kirkland Air Force Base, are watching for hot spots just in case those flare up. It's going to take a lot of water and a lot of time to put this out. Uh, they have lost a lot of product here. Uh, we tried to protect what we could, and we just kind of keep moving and, and keep redrawing that line. Can we pause we can. there for a second? Mentally, at least. Now, when, uh, we're talking about the because they lost a lot of product. product. I just think that um, when we're thinking about property damage and fire recovery, we've crossed some kind of border. I mean, I understand the concept of ending the fire at all costs as soon as possible without human life and all that stuff. That all makes total sense. Prioritizing certain aspects of things, trying to make sure that. You know, the least amount of impact happens to the property owner. That then practically, from a pra if you can manage that, you know, and you can wrangle that, I understand that. The fact that the fire department would literally come out and say, we we're trying to minimize property damage at like a recycling plant. <laughs> I don't know. It seems. Well, I mean, I mean, see, that's the thing. Businesses like, are the biggest consumer of fire services. I mean, here's the other one, right? There's all kinds of toxic shit there. They can't exactly let it burn either. Yeah, there's right. No, like yeah. what if it were like an abandoned building, they might be like, eh, OK, well, whatever, I guess you know, we can't do shit. Let it go. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> do they have it? Maybe. Oh, this creates all kinds of questions for me. Do they have a duty to save the building? Do, can they go in and be like, yeah, I mean, I understand that. Like exactly. if they let go or like, oh, it's too unsafe. We I'm not going to put it. my life on the line or my crew to mm -hmm. protect recycled garbage. Right, is what they could say. Everyone's out but of the building. But is there ever a time when they can just be like, nah? Like, it's not like a strike exactly. Could they just be like, nah, fuck you? Yeah. I like, mean, is that what the movie Backdraft is about? We should watch it. <laughs> was, that, was, there, uh, was there an arsonist in that? Like a serial killer arsonist or something? I think so. Okay. But, I feel like you I know. saw it like 20 years ago. Like when I was like 10 or 12. But I want to watch Kurt it. Kurt Russell? Is that who it was? Kurt Russell. Maybe. That's mm -hmm. how I remember it is because it's a Kurt mm -hmm. Russell movie I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we got here. Yes. It's hard to tell, but it's still a little bit hazy. That is why I am still wearing a mask, even though the I'm health sorry, alert did expire an so hour sorry. ago. Now they tell us this cleanup could last several days, so we'll be we'll be here keeping an eye on that. Reporting live, it's Stephanie. Can we action? Seven News. Stephanie, thank you. And because of what she just mentioned, those health alerts, Berlino County was placed under that health alert. Now that's because the smoke contains hazardous plastics from the recycling plants. So winds might push the smoke towards the southeastern part of the metro. Now the warning expired about an hour ago again, but you should still try and limit any outdoor activity. Um, do you have an indoor air purifier, Kathy? A great question. No, not here. I do at the office. Okay. Um, in my home, I do not. I have a humidifier. Okay. I, I would um, do, you know, of course, isn't the same thing, but. I do have one here, um, mostly probably for the pet stuff, but every hmm. once in a while when we get wildfires and stuff, it has an AQI count on it on the front, so you can constantly see what the quality is. 
Oh. And it's pretty cool. Um, but it will go up like when you smoke a blunt in the house or something. It go up to like three, four hundred. So I know that it really is. It works. Like it's pretty crazy. Wow. You can like like smoke half a joint and you'll see like oh it went up to 150 oh it's pretty crazy oh see now that you told me that you can measure it now my interest has I definitely i was literally about to be like <laughs> i'm gonna hook you up the um it's really good because for me <clears throat> keeps the keeps the weed smell down in the house for sure but also like mm. when i see like a wildfire or something outside and i can see the, the count will go up in the house like it'll be noticeable or whatever and i'm just thinking like whoa it's just something good to have when it's not like uh, everyone's trying to get all of them at once. Maybe I just take for granted that like New Mexico and in particular here where I live in Santa Fe, that it's, eh, it's fine. The air's whatever. But I also kind of think like, you know, I, I don't know how, how, how much more. I don't want to say how much more can I do, but I mean, really. Honestly, I consume so much things through my lungs, I highly doubt that I'm preserving anything. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know? Uh, you know, I feel like yeah. I... You know, I used to smoke Lucky Strikes once upon a time. What's the difference? Yeah, exactly. I smoked for five, six years, I guess. And now I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, how... If I'm mitigating any tiny amount of air pollution in my life, is that really going to do anything? Like, I feel like I must have really fucked up my lungs, like... See, I think that's the real question, right? I mean, can I do it to make myself feel better? Yes. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, so there is a psychic benefit to it, and I, I don't, I certainly don't want to just downplay that because last week we talked about all these things that provide psychic benefits. So I don't want to downplay them because I think they're important. Yes. Um, at uh, at the same time, uh. What good is it actually doing, right? So, um, nice segue to a reality TV show that I was kind of watching earlier this week. Mm -hmm. My Strange Addiction. Yeah, that's back, right? It's on Hulu. Uh, Michelle, and I think Michelle there is was a telling new me date. that it was on Max, that there is a new season on Max. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, then I'm going to go look for that. Mm -hmm. Um. Is that why everyone has been talking about I think it? So, yeah. Oh, she I hear that, I am like, missing the zeitgeist. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't paying attention. I just saw her yeah, post that a couple that. weeks ago. You know, for reality podcasters, we sure aren't paying attention to shit. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: there are four. Basically, every reality, five hundred million shows. <laughs> we watch a lot of stuff, and I'm getting at the point where I have like so many things in my backlog that I'm going to get to. But I'm kind of on like a video game summer right now. I'm kind of like going out there and, and like getting into it getting my hands in the in the muck of video games a little bit um i need that I oh need i don't that. even think i told you so uh yes. um we were talking about my uh challenges with connecting the second controller to the playstation <laughs> and uh so when that happened we were forced to pick a game that we could trade controller back and forth and so uh we settled on uh we we got a uh we, we got riders republic which i don't know if folks are familiar with this game but it's basically you, you it's it's like it's like an x game style type of game yes you go to a variety of locations and yes. there's a map and you you can do do skateboard thing and you can yeah. do snowboard thing uh -huh. and you can do like uh um 
uh, snowmobile thing. Yeah, Riding the Republic is like great. A, there's a there's like a hang gliding or like a squirrel suit thing, which is also yeah. really insane. It's insane. It's anyway, really so I love it shit like that. Map. It has one of the biggest maps of like any game I've ever played. Yeah, it's very very cool. And it's got those things where it's like you can do a race or you can do like a tricks competition or like whatever. It's got all this stupid bullshit kind really of like, like mini game type of shit. I love that kind of shit. It has a really cool online component. Oh yeah, no, I'm having a lot of fun. We'll 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 have to talk about this off, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. off, uh, off mic as it were. Yeah. But um, I guess the point is, yeah. is that uh, I I haven't I haven't gamed in a minute, and I certainly haven't yeah. gamed with like a pad. And so I was like, oh, let me. I was I was like, for the first like three minutes, I felt like a monkey banging rocks together, going like, how do I? What is this again? It's another one of those moments where I check the clock to make sure we're recording because I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, good. I hope we're recording this. <laughs> make sure. So, <laughs> so I'm all like, stuff, like, really, like, just, just like, I feel like I'm like, like, uh, in those infomercials where they can't do anything. <laughs> I'm like, but <laughs> my veins blowing out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a 90s video game commercial where you're like moving with it. Yeah, like I'm moving with it. So. There's rock music playing. Gosh, fellas. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> Look at this. I said Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> a hand comes from off screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sunny D. Ah, thanks, Mom. Purple stuff. <laughs> Purple stuff, sun glass. What's in this? Tastes like orange and tangerine. Yeah, mine. Some healthy junk yeah. too. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you doing? There's what? Problem, guys? No. Wait a minute, Mr. Jackson. Come on. Sunny delight. The good stuff kids go for. So, uh, after about like I don't know. 30 seconds a minute a few really it didn't take very long then it was like oh like i righted myself back mm -hmm. and i was like oh i remember how to do this I, and then i'm like let me just make sure that like i like the muscle memory is still there you know and i was like i don't know about this button this button's yeah. new you know so i was like yeah i was still a little clumsy and like my my problem is i also have small hands so like like everything feels like it doesn't fit I have this problem in cars. I have this problem in chairs. I have this problem in couches. And I think the only place I don't have this problem is in airplanes. But that's because everyone else has a problem, which is very boo for me. Because then it becomes my problem as the smallest person on the plane. So, like. You're just the one who has room to give, yeah. Yeah, it's just so it oh, that's oh, you think that's your armrest? Well, you know what? Well, fuck you. you. How about yeah. how about no armrest whatsoever? I gotta look at who forgot about how to lift it. Fuck you. Look, there's a button. If there's not a button, there's a latch. Yeah, look, you got a book a there. You're gonna be holding you your arms up the whole kiss time. My ass. You don't need it. <laughs> Get out of my armrest. 
I'll just hold my arms here up in front of me vertically the whole time while I read this book. Definitely don't need these armrests, guys. Thank yeah, you. Just, I've definitely been there. Like all tucked in. Like... Yeah, just doing doing this thing, kind of like sitting yeah. here. Oh god, no. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's like Wait, what was my least favorite saying? thing in the world, probably being in the middle seat of an airplane. It doesn't make me like anxious, <laughs> but it makes me like like I just have to. I hate that feeling of like, well, I just gotta like be normal for ninety minutes here. I guess. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm like, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's a couple. Okay. Um, so gaming. Yes, yes. So gaming and. Uh, yes, so, I, I I shocked, I I shocked Tyler by saying, "Oh, I'm really good at shit like this," because hmm. because of course I started by like not being able to like even get on the bike, like yeah, just like in real life, like I can't do anything, like. But then I started doing like all kinds of like really cool tricks, and he's like, "Oh, we have to play Tony Hawk," and so that yes. is what I hope to be doing later. Yes. Indeed. Um, it's an excellent, it is the best remake. Um, there's been a lot of remakes in the last like three, four years of stuff from the 90s and 2000s. And that is by far the most accurate and like loving recreation of those games. So like, whereas Tony Hawk 1 and 2 are probably a couple of the most technically perfect video games ever made and enjoyable and popular and successful and started a giant franchise that sold tens of millions of copies. Um, those that remake is like incredible. It is it is one hundred percent accurate in terms of like uh, gameplay, and they even included some of the things from three, uh, like the uh, the revert. They didn't add the revert, I don't think, until three, and they added that's which key to uh, score comboing and making sure that you can like get infinite score combos. So uh, have a lot of fun with that. It's incredible, and they got all the songs. They got all the soundtrack. So, you know, the Goldfinger song, which Superman um, <laughs> makes me want to play one of those for the outro. So, yeah, so I, uh, speaking of soundtracks, of course, we're also looking forward to playing the Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And here I want to just mention something about Grand Theft Auto. I want to pin that in my mind for a second. Too. I uh, I, don't worry, I'll come back to it. Wedding. So, and for, for first on Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. I could talk about this forever. Um, you've seen the Trump mugshot. Yes, I have many times. You've delighted in it, surely, because <laughs> it's, quite, it's, a it's quite a phenomenal thing. Yeah, so and people will be looking at it for a hundred years. Yeah. So I mean, I'm going to be looking at it, but uh, so God here's what matters. Years. Of yeah. course, I don't believe in jails and prisons. And yeah, I, I would want either. them abolished, and so it, it it hurts my heart a little bit. And so what I did do was I did play grand theft auto and try to kill a couple of cops in the game and that did make me feel a lot better so i do highly suggest it mm -hmm. um if you want to clean your conscience yeah uh, to do it in the game yeah it's a very um in the game in the game in the game <laughs> and we we actually mentioned this it's funny in the last episode the in grand theft auto thing uh, or in minecraft i think it was but kids say that all the time to like <laughs> it's good it's in a good the game trick. it's parody so, redacted for people who are 15 <laughs> In yeah, Grand Theft right. Auto, you put it at the end. Yeah, because they don't know the word redacted yeah. or parody. <laughs> or, parody even. or satire or any of those. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not there but They yet. know in Grand Theft Auto. So back in uh, 2003, there was a, a video game uh, that had um, a uh, 
uh, it was called Downhill Domination. It was also for like the PS2. Mm -hmm. And uh, it featured a song from an upstart young band known as the Black Eyed Peas. Yes, I have. I'm not going to repeat the name, but I will say that they did eventually change the name to Let's Get It Started. Let's get it started in here. And if you remember playing this video game, then you would have heard that song and going, huh, I distinctly remember it being very different. I have a long, complicated, I have, I can give you a little, a lot of extra info here, but I'm going to let you go on first. <gasps> About the Black Eyed Peas? Mm -hmm. And that song and the NBA and a big old thing that went down when it came out. Yeah. Please go on. Continue. Because so. that's all I needed to say about video game soundtracks. And how excited I am to play Grand Theft Auto and change oh, the please. station. Yes. Um, I. So the Black Eyed Peas and that song, when that song came out, it was. <laughs> they made two versions of that song when the album was released. So it should be noted. From the very beginning? Yes. Here's why. They made the song. They didn't think that the radio would be hit to the street lingo. Actually, it was the NBA. Um, so, they the Black Eyed Peas. This was their third album, if I remember correctly. I was a fan at the time, and they they were like the one of the first kind of like breakthrough hip hop slash pop slash rock bands kind of like yeah they in, were doing like a thing they were they doing had a like thing. A they thing. were singing they had Fergie which was really cool um she's awesome she's still doing her thing out there but solo you know everyone should everyone's happy to be doing solo stuff now I think everyone's successful will he is you know uh, will he is is doing fantastic if I remember correctly he owns a big percentage of elevation partners um, I was gonna say, isn't he also like he's, he's he also investor. just went on to produce a, b a bunch of shit just he on is his a own? Huge. He is a very very wealthy and successful man from a number of enterprises, including you know obviously his creative stuff himself. But he's a very smart individual. If you ever watch interviews with him, you'll see that he is like he thinks about everything he says a lot. I think um, he's not. A, I mean, you know, he's human, but he's a very interesting person. And his website is will.i.am, I believe. <laughs> No, I couldn't Google it. Um, so, what was I going to get to? Oh, yeah, so the song. When it came out, and they made the song initially, they wanted to be, and this happens frequently, where there's a song for the NBA Finals. The song that they will use to promote the finals, that they'll use in the lead-up to all the, the games throughout the finals and stuff like that. Um, and it's going to be everywhere. And this season, it was in movie theaters, it was on TV, and they originally... Um, we're going to use the song that initially came out that is the song. It, it, okay. So if you look at the track listing on the actual album itself, it is part of the main track listing, the original version of the song. But the Let's Get It Started is actually listed as a bonus track. It's listed as an alternate. So they presented that song as their actual version of the song. Let's Get It Started is the clean version of the song made for NBA audiences. Wow. And it was originally supposed to be that other song, but someone at the NBA was like smart enough to be like, oh, no, we can't do this. This is not good. Like, I get what you're getting at with the song. They probably said this. I get what you're getting at with the song. You're talking about getting hyphy. I get that. You're not talking about what you're saying. I get that too. But... We can't 
use this on a national broadcast in front of millions of people. People aren't going to get it. That's probably what happened. And they but look, right Will, I am. You and I full well. No, not you and I know full well that all the white people who listen to this are simply not going to understand what you mean. Basically, that's what they had to say. Mm-hmm. Except they said like those, uh, like the marketing team that talked to Poochie. <laughs> I have to watch more uh, Simpsons so that I can. The funny here's the problem with with me and that is that I understand that you're making a Simpsons reference, but I don't know the reference. That's a that's it's a dangerous that's... amount of knowledge. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, I have one more thing. Yes, I have another thing too. When, after you. After oh my you, gosh! After you. So I was watching my Strange Addiction, but some of the, I guess the first episodes, and there was a person with a real doll. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! That's a real addiction. So, strange varieties. I have a confession. Yes. Yeah. It's not my confession. Okay. Um, but no names. Okay. Um, once upon a time, mm-hmm. uh, once upon a time, I dated someone. This was a very long time ago. So, again, no names. Mm hmm. And they admitted to me mm-hmm. that when they were younger and stupider, uh-huh. they alleged at that moment that they were no longer those things. Dear listener, I leave it to you to decide those things. Very yeah, right. But I'm listening very intently. As it were, mm-hmm. <laughs> this person sheepishly confessed and said. Yeah, I know we're of a certain age and considered grown adults by now. Mm-hmm. And if you imagine it, if think of the first adult age that po- like like adult age that popped into your head, pretend we're that age, okay? Okay. okay? And so that person said, you know, but when I was like twenty, not an adult, to be clear, mm-hmm. not an adult. Mm-hmm. Year also made up. They said when I was a a, a young child. Mm-hmm adolescent male developing into an adult only in pupae format yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. i think we're being clear concept. you know again i don't want to reveal any yeah, ages your brain doesn't stop forming till you're 25 so okay sure perfect. that's what science says right great the science limit yes perfect the we'll rental car that age. one you're not an adult yeah, rental car rental age car. yes that one so he said when it wasn't yet a rental car age <laughs> he said, <laughs> He said, I considered purchasing a real doll. Mm. And I, and I, I, uh, I, I remember, uh, at this time, I, I, I think I, I knew what one was. Um, but I was still like, like listening and going, What'd you say? How many episodes like, of Real Sex on HBO had you seen at this point in your life? None. Okay. I don't think. Then you I were in for I, a real surprise. Then. Yeah. Well, but I but I think I knew oh. like that such things existed. Okay. I think I had been online. The internet. Yeah. You know, I yeah, I knew the internet. I knew that much crazier things existed. Oh, yeah. Certainly, right? <laughs> but I guess it just um 
you know, like, I guess when someone is, like, listing off ten items on a grocery list and you're going, okay, I got the first six, and then after that I completely lost you, you know? like Apples. Not, yeah, you heard the words, but they didn't, like, really, like, like, land exactly. So I was like, wait, huh? Can you, like, just... Can you say that again? And I, I'm... I'm sorry, I'm a little deaf in this. I want to add something to the permanent record of my brain. I've opened the file. Maybe I don't want you know. Um, And again, I'm not here to judge, but um, I was certainly taken aback, and I was I was reliving this earlier today because I was watching, uh, I was watching it this morning while I was drinking my coffee and getting ready for work. I had a little bit of work to do this morning, and so uh, I was watching it, and then. I was like, what What this person told me is that they never, uh, they never actually went through with the purchase, mm-hmm. um, but that they had gone like really far, like they had like saved up. Oh, wow. They like were ready to like hit buy. Damn, those things aren't cheap. And uh, but had been had like done the shopping and the planning oh. and the like I know exactly like I picked out the hair or whatever like had done all the thing oh. and so like when but when it came down to like uh, hit click to send yes or whatever yeah. you know I, I hit the return button and then the website did something anyway yeah, and it wasn't was doing anything but <laughs> yeah but anyway like he said he couldn't do it and. Uh, when I asked them why, why couldn't you do it? They said, uh, oh, because I knew there would be no coming back. Which I thought was a really uh, self-aware thing to say in a moment. Mm-hmm. Like, like what a moment of clarity to have. And Like, you've already gone through all that. And I was thinking about that while I was watching mm-hmm. this uh, person on my strange addiction and kind of having this, like... For lack of a better word, this like flashback moment, like how many more questions I wanted to ask in that exact moment and just knew I couldn't, yeah. you know? Um Damn. and of course it never came up ever again, really, you yeah. know, like I don't know how you bring that up. <laughs> I wanted to. Remember that one time you mentioned the weirdest thing you <laughs> ever said to me? By the way, you're a freak. Um so can you can we like I have a couple more. Wait, I, but I, but but well, like, but I didn't stop seeing no, him. At that I know. Time. I'm just, <laughs> like, but that's what you would have been saying. Had you continued I was to like, back. okay, well, you didn't get it, which is what's important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you really thought about it, huh? Really thought about it. Yeah. Okay. But I was, I was stunned. I was stunned. <laughs> I was, I, I was, of course I was. I still am, and I guess watching that episode today really kind of brought back. Oh, like how stunned I really was. I think that that is probably. I have to come up with a story that's as as that now. <laughs> I have to respond to that. Is it about the time you came close to buying a doll? No. No, but I have no, to come. Of course I have not. To of come. course not. It would have to. That's the only thing that could top that. Yeah, the only thing that could top it is sounds <laughs> like Kathy. I know that you were having this uh, conversation with an anonymous, anonymous person online, and it turns out it was me. 
No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course. Yeah, that would be the weirdest. Was. That wouldn't even be the weirdest fold in in our story, I don't think. Um, no, but I'm I'm anyway. But th these episodes of my strange addiction have really kind of like made me think about like because some of them are like I'm addicted to doing X Y Z, and I'm like, oh, that's just like my obsessive compulsive disorder except turned to like 12 like there was someone who was like cleaning for eight hours a day and that was where i was getting to this which is like wow. at some point like you're losing a re like you're there's no point you're not cleaning anything like there's no return on investment there yeah like i like to keep my house tidy but there's really only so much you can do in a day like i already took the trash out yesterday yeah i'm not gonna need to take it out for another few days yeah, I have someone come and clean my place once a week, but I also keep it incredibly clean. The only reason I have a person come and clean is because they're like literally doing like deep cleaning and stuff like that. So it's like I don't know. Yeah, I guess I didn't never think about how cleaning is an OCD aspect of my life. No, well. could be yeah, right I because like I think that's the maybe part. Maybe I avoided right? by having like... the person actually doing the stuff that it would be taking up a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, here's the other one. Well, that's kind of the point, right? Like, what else are you obsessively cleaning, right? Like, I dust and shit. I don't do it every day. And even if I did, I don't think it would take me eight hours. No, 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 never. No. Like, where are imagine... you? Like, what dirt are you creating? Can that, I ask like, how big even... their dwelling was? Was it an apartment? No, it was like a home. Okay. Like, like, you know, I'll say an average two-bedroom home is at least what it looked like. And you, but like, but obviously that's too much time. Yeah, it's still. It's. I mean, it's it's still it's still ridiculous, and it's like okay, like even as a homeowner, right? Like, okay, so like on the weekend you clean out the gutters. Yeah, you do some extra. But stuff. like, how many times do you really need to do that in a season? Twice, Twice. three times, maybe. Mm -hmm. There's a really bad windstorm and too many leaves in the fall, like. Otherwise, like, what really? What's happening? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm just just glad I don't have any strange addictions. I have only like the normal, understandable quotidian addictions yeah, that all no my one seems to really are about judge me too hard for. Yeah. As long as they're writing about freaks like me in the newspaper, I know I'm not that crazy. <laughs> no, I um. It's actually a funny thing to think about. Okay, well, I have, I have news. Yes. Tyler's on his way home. Okay. So you know what I'm gonna do? What's up? I'm gonna reset the second controller. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay so, for for our listeners at home, I don't know how to do anything. I, I am, uh, in a lot of ways, um, uh, a, a luddite. Mm -hmm. Um, and whenever I connect anything new, I always have to double check and go, okay, you're really sure that this is the three pin to the three pin connector. Yes. Okay. You're really sure that the round square goes to the round square. Okay. Thumbs up. That's why I'm like, glad I that they USB-C cables on the PlayStation because it's the same on both ends. See, it's so helpful. And yet nonetheless, right. <laughs> I always have to go, okay, red and then black and then black and then red. Or red and then black and then black and then red. You know, like when you're um, jumping a car, 
yeah. I always look it up. I never trust, like, you know, like, you trust those mnemonics, like, uh, like, Red Dawn at sea or sea at no, Red Sky I, at dawn. Knowing me, I'd inverse whatever it is, and the, yeah, it would be like, like, oh, I'd come up with some unique rhyme that's not it, and I'd be, like, certain about it. Red Sky at dawn, get off my lawn. Red Sky at noon, uh, blow up a big balloon. <laughs> And then uh, cable connector on black first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Red sky at morning. There's no warning. <laughs> yeah. And that means it's okay, I think. Okay. Those socks be a darnin'. That's like the closest <laughs> I could get. That was really bad. When the curtains are blowing. Uh... <laughs> when this van's a knockin'. <laughs> Answer the door. There's no rhyme. Get your leg in a stocking. See? Just terrible. There's no way I'd remember the real rhyme. Um, here's here's something, speak, since we're speaking about video games and all that, <laughs> that's on topic to Hollywood. No, surely. <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers movie based on the Nintendo Mega franchise about Mario and Luigi. I like how they actually have to like put that in the article. Um, it made, I'll, short, I'll paraphrase, it made something around uh, $1.2 billion. <laughs> and now, and much like Barbie, this is actually, this ties into Barbie as well. Um, Mattel, oh, wow. who owns Barbie, is basically making, um, optioning the film rights and making a movie for virtually every single one of its properties. It's pretty crazy if you go down the list of properties they own. I didn't realize they own quite so much. But it's basically everything from the 80s and 90s that was a toy at some point, they have, through now, acquired the rights to the toy line, which now means they have the rights to the potential film line. Um, but also, it means that there will be basically like uh, comic book movies. They've come and gone now. And the next wave, I mean, they'll be around still, but. Toys. Hmm? It's toys. It is toys. It is toys. It's 80s and 90s toys, and then to a smaller degree, video games. But I think it's really only going to be like uh, Nintendo and like Sonic. The big, big ones. I actually think like uh, video game stuff around the periphery will dip off. I think. That... Hold on, I have to deal with my dog. No, please. Well, while while you do that, Play a song. Play a song. I am going to introduce the entire world. To the original movie about toys. Barry Levinson, the Academy Award-winning director of Rain Man. <laughs> and Robin Williams, the star of Dead Poets Society. I'm in the mood for smoked chicken. How about you? Comes the story of a man who makes jokes. I'm Leslie Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> makes love. I like you. Well, I like you too. <laughs> I think love is wonderful. And makes toys. Wow! How do you feel? Woozy. That's what we'll call the woozy helmet. This is a little uncomfortable, though. Well, that's supposed to go in your ear. Oh. And a man who makes war. Sit down, Leslie. I don't understand why Daddy let Uncle Leland take over Zebo toys. I've moved in with the idea of putting in some war toys. You never made war toys at Zebo. 
We're going to need that much more space. General! Now, only one man is courageous enough and outrageous enough to find a way to fight back. The future is anarchy. Let's wind up the troops. A most unlikely hero in the most unlikely battle that ever saved the world. Ah! 20th Century Fox presents an extraordinary motion picture. Robin Williams in a Barry Levinson film. So this is Paris. Toys! Make believe, not war. the soundtrack to that it's um that movie used to be on comedy central all the time uh which is weird because it's not really like a comedy strict comedy film but i it's got robin williams whom we all time. know and he's our, well i want to watch it actually now. the first thing i wanted to say was that like i feel like the world is today the place that it is in some ways i mean you can think about it many different ways but due to the absence of certain people in our world and i think that or he's still around. The world might have been a little bit of a different place, but um... so Brian, my friend, yes, it's going to be time for me to start yeah, getting being, ready getting to play real. GTA. Yeah, yeah. I think this, so, Kathy. Um, mm -hmm. You say what you want to say first, and I'll... I was going to say, how do we close this out? I think that I just want to say that, um, like I was saying before, about how movies are giving way to video games. We're talking about genre melding here, and I think that really what we're going to end up with are we need to think less. I think if you want to see into the future, I, uh, and I do a lot, I think about how if it were possible to see into the future, using the tools that we have and not using magic to see into the future, all you have to really do is look at the patterns and kind of unfocus and look back and see like what things are building to instead of like looking at them directly. And you really do have to remove yourself from a lot of this to like do this, which is kind of why it's an, a thought experiment, I guess. But okay, so here's what I figured out. Mm -hmm. You know what'll be the next big story? Yes. After toys. Yes. It's gonna be shoes. Yeah. It's I gonna be the story. Of Adidas versus Puma. No, it is, and it already. It's going to be been. the story of Nike. It will be. It already has been because there was that Air movie that came out with um, the brothers Boston and about. I can't wait Nike. to see the Cohen brothers do the Brooks brothers. No, no, you're. It is. What we're doing is we're turning a brand itself into the story into. The entertainment we've turned from because well, it's like death of the author yeah, it, Fox death of the creator like none of this shit means anything like barbie like even like bar like oh God, yeah, like what's no. barbie like barbie you know isn't anything do you know what's next it's a movie about the making of the godfather it's a movie God. about the making of a classic film that wins an oscar and then we have full loop i mean it will happen you know it will i mean it's just it's a re it's a reality movie Oh, as soon the as first we start... reality movie. How about that? Okay. That's what I'll be thinking about. Reality movies. Okay. Thank then you, I'm everyone, for listening. Play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, we've made two parts now. That's good for you for the week. Uh, they're both longer than actually the same amount of time as last week, pretty much. So, everyone, 
please go enjoy your video games. Please go enjoy your other media. And don't think too hard about anything we talked about here because we'll be thinking about it for you. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yay. Oh. This was 6-2-B yeah. uh, being recorded totally not on a Friday, totally on a different day. It was like, we would we say Tuesday, Tuesday? Wednesday? I'm gonna we release... filmed, we've recorded it like three days later. Whatever. I still have yet the to listener, figure out. listener, if you're still here. I do wish to commit myself to a schedule. Know that. I'm just trying to figure out like what it's going to be. So That's fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. You know, we, we should have an AB schedule and an ABC schedule. I like it. I like it. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon, Kathy. Okay. Well, last question, format. actually. Yes. So you said that I actually have to connect the, stu the, the second controller to the cable. Yeah. So uh, for everyone at home, you and can listen to our slice of life. I, yeah. Take your USB-C cable that was included with the, the extra controller or the console. And you're going to yeah, plug yeah, yeah. one into the controller and you'll plug one into the, the front of the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. It, it could be. The, there's one in the back, too, but the front. Um, and then you're going to press the PlayStation button and that should like, if it's off, that should like turn it on and that'll give you a good indicator. It's connected. So even when you disconnect the cable though, it should be connected because it actually doesn't use the USB except for that moment to Got create you. the connection. And then after that, okay. it's, it's actually just charging over that. It's not actually, you're still connected wirelessly. So connect it and then just power it up. Yeah. The USB then... cable is just there to update the, the controller essentially. Got you. And give Got it that you. little, yep, that's it. God bless us. That's yeah. easy. Okay, yay! Yes, everyone at home got to listen to that too. <laughs> that, that got to hear how yeah. We're good teammates here. <laughs> okay. Well, I will. I will see you in, I guess, Grand Theft Auto probably in a couple hours <laughs> okay. after we start doing dinner. <laughs> that sounds fun. Okay, everyone bye. at home, we're going to go live another virtual life, and we'll talk to you. Yeah. Bye. A soft reprise of the show's theme swells, signaling the episode's end. Ah, and there we have it, folks. Another cosmic journey through the vast expanse of human emotions and the quirkier corners of our shared reality. This is retired President Obama, powered up by the Chaos Emeralds, hoping you had as much of a blast as I did. And let me tell you, nothing quite compares to warp speed travel, except maybe the joy of sharing this episode with you all. Today, Brian and Kathy delved deep, didn't they? Took us through a maze of sentiments, news from Brian's stacks, and some side-splitting humor. Who knew the world of curated newspaper stories could bring such enlightenment and giggles? And speaking of memories, did I ever tell you about that time I accidentally got locked in the Smithsonian overnight? Well, let's just say the Hall of Presidents was more interactive than I anticipated, but that's a tale for another day. As you head back to your daily lives, let the melodies of laughter and the harmonies of thought from this episode accompany you. Ponder, chuckle, reflect, and then eagerly await our next gathering. Because trust me, with each episode, the adventures only get wilder. Remember, always hold on to laughter, even during the deep dives. And don't forget to share this emotional roller coaster of an episode with a friend. But only those you believe are ready for this celestial podcast journey. Until next time, keep your hearts light, your minds open, and your chaos emeralds charged. Farewell, stargazers, and stay luminous. A final flourish of the piano fades away, the episode gracefully concluded.